All right. You just heard a song about the road. Really the, the biggest expose in uh, <laughs> hearts and souls. <laughs> we we refer to that song as a as a as a uh as an expose. Oh yeah. I did I use that word right? I read it. I read it in the newspaper. <laughs> we, we use that to really uncover the sex scene of multiple communities. Really cancel mm. in a lot yeah. of people. But yeah, you can't really say that we're trying to get the heart of any issue. It's just we're just talking about what we've been up to. Hey, at the end of the day, if you got exposed, I'm sorry, um, but I'm just a walking expose. No, but also. Remember that it is liberating, and we accept you so long as you are a brother of the road. <laughs> At the end of the day, as it's lib, and that's what I tell a lot of people that have been no. accused of sexual crimes. Hey, oh hey, yeah, it's liberating. Mm. At this moment, right now, this pure panic that you're in that mm. your world is crumbling down hey mm. it's liberating oh yeah you're going you're about to be sent to prison <laughs> for possibly the rest of your life but you know what that's where you may just find yourself right i know that's where i did Oh, absolutely, and and you know you that whole that whole movie about uh-huh. the invictus uh uh-huh. With the rugby and all that? I mean, that's never your saw. life. Oh. <laughs> nope. Never saw. About your life? You never saw. Nope. Uh, I didn't want to watch it because <laughs> the same reason I hate watching videos of myself in concert, I get self-conscious. Absolutely. The movie Ocean's Eleven is mm. based off of my life. Never saw it. Actually, no, I saw that was just your life. Yeah, it's my I life. I was in no way involved. Yeah, I, I my the character that was based off of me was was a Julia Roberts where I was mm. in a relationship with a casino man who got everything stolen mm. from him. Yep. And and that's and, and which, that's, which which casino man? That that describes multiple scenarios. Well, in I your would life. say a one Terry Benedict, right? Oh, yeah. An Andy Garcia type. Uh-huh. And I remember in true in honest to God, I remember getting dug out like a golden spoon inside my butthole uh-huh. heath heath frozen yogurt with a little bit of reese's on top you're mm-hmm. just you're just taking big spoonfuls of my butthole right out and mm-hmm. i remember looking back craning my neck and saying hey honest to god if that's not andy garcia just digging me down right mm-hmm. but and hell you know, the gentleman by the way he oh is the gosh. most generous lover and just generous human being. He'll hand you just a sack full of jewels. Oh yeah. And then just and then just sucker punch you right in the face. And and the way it, is, he, it, it, it sounds painful, but it is quite but, endearing. But you say thank you. Oh yeah. It's almost like an inside joke the mm. way he abuses you. Mm. Yeah. But like but like you don't get the joke. Until halfway through, you're like, oh, I think I get it. Through halfway through therapy, then you're like, oh, egg on my face. (laughs) This is love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, Mm. and you know, honestly, I, uh, and, and despite what the federal prosecutors say, I will go to bat for Andy Garcia. Mm. 
The way he treated me was fun and flirty. They, they keep on using terms like brainwashing and Stockholm syndrome, but yeah. really it was just his way of saying that he cared about you. Yeah. And the way I, I mean, honestly, the way I think about it is summer loving. Had me so blessed. Oh. <laughs> what happened? I'm, I'm, I'm always so hey, mad. The, I would just get the lyrics wrong, and Andy Garcia would sucker punch me. <laughs> yeah, he made us sing it. You weren't so good at it. No, the first. That's why I wasn't yeah, in the, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and as everybody knows, Hollywood thing is Andy Garcia. He held the book as far as who got into Greece and who didn't get into Greece. A true gatekeeper. Of the silver screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And if you want to see me in Greece, you need to look no further than Sonny. Mm. I was Sonny. Mm-hmm. You know that, like, fat, curly-headed one? That was me. Mm. And I was I was filled full of, of, of poppers and cocaine, uh-huh. and I was ready for it. And Andy Garcia didn't even show his face in that. That's, that's, when, that's when Red introduced me to poppers and, well... Let's just say my life hasn't changed since, and I like to say it's for the better. Yeah, and you know, and that's when I got introduced to love languages. Oh, love languages. That's what this next track's all about. Oh, and we're going to go deep into our love languages. Mm-hmm. And, and and actually, Gus and I share the same love language. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not physical touch. Absolutely not. It's not words of affirmation. Get that out of your head. It's not uh, acts of service. I, I'm, I'm barely taking care of myself. <laughs> it's not quality time. It's absolutely not quality I'm, time because we're not we're nowhere around. Nope. We're nowhere where you need us. We're we're, we're busy musicians and brothers of the road. Absolutely. It, what it is, what we provide is pure gift giving. Absolute. Now, gift how giving. would you define gift giving? I would say. In order to maintain a healthy and beautiful relationship, you must build it. And so, what better way to show one's commitment to said relationship other than building a gift and giving it to the person with whom you are currently with? And for example, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting with a, a, a girlfriend or a chica in mm. a foreign country. Oh, yeah. Right? My 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 genitals have been soft for weeks. Oh yeah, I can. I'm slapping them around and nothing's happening. I can barely feel anything. It's it's like a like a deflated rubber glove is just strapped to the front of his pelvis. It's like an eight inch thick noodle, mm-hmm. right? Pure pure girth, but it's not moving up or down. May right? be able to go in a pasta bowl. But not into a lover, right? Absolutely not. It would all, it would be like feeding feeding you a wet noodle, mm-hmm. except the wet noodle looks like a snake's ass. Yep. All right. And during all of this, there's no words of affirmation. I'm oh, probably no. calling you something hateful. But that, he's just being honest, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. In my Absolutely. defense, it, there's probably something to hate about you. Oh yeah, right. And so what I'm doing in that situation is I'm just saying it. It's just two human beings, right? Connecting truthfully and lovingly. L- words with of a- horrible statements. <laughs> words of affirmation are typically 
the things you don't say. Oh yeah, that it's 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 lack of words. We we ain't here to sugarcoat. Yeah, we ain't here to omit. The nice guys are the ones that don't say what they would like to say, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so in the situation, that's why that finished last, right? That's right. Oh and we, yeah, we finish first. Yeah, we do. I mean, just look at us, Brothers two guys in in separate studio apartments that are constantly attempted to be rented out on Craigslist. That's to us. no to no avail, but the struggle <laughs> is there. Right. So we have to constantly fight new tenants out of the way. Uh-huh. But that's what first place looks like, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody wants to be on the top mm. of the mountain. You don't have to have a gold medal to be a gold medal. Hey, you don't get a geo if you're in last place, uh-huh. you get a geo if things are going great for you. That is correct. Right? And if you get a geo with all the hubcaps taken off, hey, brother, you might as well be James Bond. <laughs> Absolutely. Hubcaps, another piece of waste. Something we have learned from the Netflix Netflix luminary Marie Kondo. They don't spark joy. So They're not sparking joy, right? Mm. Oh right. yeah. We we base I don't wanna I don't wanna give too much away, but a lot of the next song was based on the minimalist teachings of Marie Kondo. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean I, we, I don't I don't agree with her personal philosophy or her spark and joy stuff, I, but I do appreciate the idea of taking things. And getting them out of your life. Absolutely. I mean, she's definitely someone that that is has been indoctrinated into imperialist Japan, mm. and she's she's ripe for starting up another world war. Mm. But so she gets it. But <laughs> she gets it. I mean, she gets it. But I'll tell you right now, if she doesn't understand her way around a fitted sheet, mm. I don't know who does. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's someone I'd like to give a gift to. Same. Same here. And that's how I show my love. And I, and she's such a minimalist, I don't know if she would just say, no, thank you, and immediately throw it away. I think that would just make me fall in love with her on the and spot. And that's why I put I'm her... I'm a married man. That's why I put her on the top. Mm. And I'm a married man, too, to yeah. some type of vigilante watchman type oh, yeah, Kirby Connie. person. Super Smash Brothers type mm. person. Yeah. But... She's at the top of my list, the Marie Kondo, because she's the ultimate person that if you could give a gift to her and she keeps it, mm. then that means you've that done the a, impossible. You've done an ultimate impossible. Mm. You've given her a great gift. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right? And and at the end of the day, I'm not here for quality time. No, absolutely. Right? I'm here. When I'm was here, the last time you challenge. spent quality time with someone? Uh, I, I would say. I would say the only reference I have is with you right now, but this is just because yeah. I have a, a a direct motive that I'm getting something out of this. Right. I mean, we're recording. getting that sponsorship money. Oh, yeah, because we, of course, have a, a new sponsor for this track. It is Qualcomm. We are Qualcomm the band because we need to... Well, we don't need to. We choose to change our band's name and really overall image based on the current sponsor Qualcomm over owner of the Snapdragon what 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 is that snap it's is that that that's they they own the book right 
They own a bug. They own a bug. Not <laughs> dragonfly, but it's snapdragon. That's that's it's like a it's like a dragonfly. It's a bug, right? <laughs> they own an entire bug. Okay. Is that what you're saying? That I that's what I thought. I sounded like I felt like I was insane, but you're just I'll I'll give a quick confirming. pitch. I'll give a quick pitch. Oh for yeah, Snapdragon, hey, Qualcomm, Qualcomm, Qualcomm. You want to own a computer, but mm-hmm. but you want to be a part of the person that didn't entirely make it, but a small portion of it. Yep. Go with Qualcomm. You like cell phones? You like a a very small part of the cell phone, mm. but not the entire cell phone of what makes it cool. Mm. Go with Qualcomm. And that, I feel, represents the two of us as a band, but also as human beings individually. Right. It, we're a small part of something that's much cooler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now, that makes me think of how I relate gift-giving to our relationships. Because to us, gift-giving is an act of love. It's the only act of love. For example, with quality time... The last time I spent quality time with anyone is after burying my father, I dug down mm. into his grave mm. and I slept with him for a little bit. I, I, I video recorded <laughs> pretty much all of it and it was it was a beautiful sight to see. Absolutely. I mean, it was a lot of like, ooh, daddy, I'm scared. And then and then moving around his, his freshly dead body. Mm-hmm. Because when he died... It was almost like we just threw him in there like reflexively. Uh-huh. So like he was good. He we're not even sure he was dead. Yeah, we just had a feeling. Like I I I instantly thought I was leaning towards he's still alive. Yeah, but I didn't want to make a scene and say anything. I figured that would be rude, right? Because it was Red's father. He was going through a tough time. It's my daddy. It's my funeral. Oh yeah, everybody processes right. trauma in different ways. So I just let him go ahead and bury what I was quite certain was his still alive father. Right, and and you know, and we were had suspicions just because, like, it, you know, we threw him in there, but he kind of mm. like walked and jumped in there. Oh yeah. So like, I mean, there was still a little bit of movement, right? And when I, but when you, I, you don't know if it was just death throws. Yeah, it could have been death throw. And yeah. then when I opened up the the after digging through and kind of being like, "Daddy, I'm scared," he said. Get me out, and then I. So you know, and and that could just be spirits. Yeah, I think that's spirits. Right? I mean, I I saw it too, but I feel like it was some sort of either spirits or perhaps a collective hallucination. Right. And I then, read about it on 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 like Reddit. I think <laughs> I spent a lot of time on Reddit. And, and I, I mean, you run a lot of the. You've run a lot of different subreddits. I, I run. At least two dozen separate. Yeah, I mean, you 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 run uh, uh, choosing beggars, and you run. I do. Yep, and you run. Um, uh, 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 I run the subreddit for Qualcomm, <laughs> the Qualcomm subreddit, where we talk about how the most satisfying part of life is to be a small part of a thing that is bigger and more important than you yourself, and also I think it. I still think it's a bug. The dragonfly, <laughs> snapdragon, snapdragon, dragonfly. They sound the same. That's 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 it. That's all I got on that. I haven't I haven't really thought this one through. It sounds like desperately you want to pitch a product that you are not sure exists. 
Well, and this is not the first time you've done this. Well, you just went ahead and called out both of my insecurities at once. <laughs> I remember back in 1991, you bought an entire camera production crew so you could do a, com- a commercial for something called Moon Juice oh, that yeah. you swore existed. <laughs> I, I, I'm still not convinced that it doesn't exist. Yeah, but we proved during the commercial process... When you went to hold up the product Moon Juice, that no one knew what the fuck you were talking about, and you sat there like an idiot in an astronaut costume, uh-huh. pretending to hold up something, and you said, "Will Steven Spielberg this later?" Oh yeah, because Steven Spielberg, he's a master of the visual effects, and I, I've never seen Moon Juice myself, <laughs> and I, I, I still you- have yet to see that. Because there was, there was a very, very kind and smooth-talking gentleman who told me about Moon Juice. I asked that I, to be fair, it wasn't smooth-talking so much. It was an email. <laughs> so, was so you met email. a smooth-talking gentleman via email who just said, hey, Moon Juice. He was not just a gentleman. He was a Nigerian prince. Okay. <laughs> he said, if you invest $10,000 in moon juice and make a commercial to broadcast... Actually, he didn't even ask the commercial I sent. I wired <laughs> you, the commercial. You, you countered him. You said, yeah, I'll I do said, you one better. Oh. I've made you a commercial. Oh, yeah. Well, After I wired in the money, he stopped talking to me. But I thought he was, he's a Nigerian prince. Obviously, he's a busy man. Yeah, yeah, he's so I thought, hey, once I make this commercial, then then me and this gentleman <laughs> prince will get back to talking. Still waiting on that email. Absolutely. I mean, and that must have been 1991, probably one of the first emails. Yeah. So you were, in fact, the victim of the first cyber attack. I... I don't know if it was an attack so much as a business proposition that is still that is still in the works almost 30 years later. Right. I mean, some business deals just work a little slower. Mm-hmm. We do go over some of this information in the cybersecurity track <laughs> later gonna, on yeah. in the yeah. record. But that's, that's, that's not what we're... We're here to talk about love languages, specifically the only love language that we can tolerate. Gift giving. Yeah, I mean, now t- tell me, tell me, what's the best gift you've ever given? Who'd you give it to? Oh, that's a good question. Well, it can't be to my wife because I never give her anything. Oh no, you know, I take that back. Uh, I actually, as you know, I uh, am well because you as well. Uh, uh, well, for any of our listeners who are not aware, uh, Red and I are are big aficionados within the world of lacquering. Absolutely. We have another podcast called Lacquered Up. At what yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh so we like to not only construct some of our own gifts and furniture and, and other other uh devices, but of course once we are done building them, we like to give them at least ten to twelve but that's conservative. I'd say more of a twenty coats of fresh lacquer. One hundred percent. If you're under twenty, mm. you might as well fucking be a dirty, 
living piece of shit. Yep, and that that that's and a, that's on a t shirt. That's an understatement. Oh yeah, it, that, that's an understatement uh, and a and a t shirt slogan. Yeah. Yeah, the the that's an understatement. That's sort of like the big like slogan at the bottom. Well, I say I I normally uh-huh. I normally say something like you are a dirty fucking terrorist mm-hmm. ISIS piece of shit and I'm already outside your house ready to shoot you in the head. And then I and, come in with and that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like a like a Jeff yeah. Foxworthy you might be a redneck. Right. Like I say something like I've already put glass Inside your exhaust pipe to shoot at your fucking uh-huh. infant child uh-huh. because you are on a do not fly list based on a call that I made to TSA based on the shape of your fucking head. And that's an <laughs> understatement. Fun fact we what, during one of our tours, we had all of our musical equipment stolen. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to play a set without any of our instruments or audio recording equipment. The crowd got immediately angry. <laughs> so Red started threatening folks. And I said, and that's an understatement. Folks started laughing. And that's when we, Qualcomm, <laughs> became also... A comedy duo. And, you know, and our comedy is based off, it's kind of like an Abbott and Costello, but if an oh, Ab- yeah. if, if if Costello was kind of like a screaming racist animal. That's about right. And then if, if Abbott Abbot. was just kind of like a complicit... Just like a, a slightly more soft-spoken, <laughs> but also racist animal. Yeah, and that's kind of our comedy duo, which is different than our music, which is a lot about love and psychedelics. Uh-huh. And that's that's really Qualcomm to a T. <laughs> right. You know, you just you get a it's a different bag. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And but to go back to your question uh, about the best gift I'd ever given, it was to my wife and it was I uh, was in my I uh, was in my 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 workshop. I was trying to perfect my spice rack because you know I love spices, yeah. salt and pepper, mm. <laughs> all of the spices. If you if you go beyond salt and pepper, all I'm gonna say is you are a drug user. Yeah, I'm gonna say okay. Where's your crack pipe? Where's your crack pipe? That's what I'm going to say to you. Absolutely. Show me your crack pipe. Show me your crack pipe. And I'll, you and got it, a crack pipe. Okay. Okay. So you yeah. want you have turmeric? Okay. Well, guess what? You got a problem. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. You I, got I don't want to talk problem. to you if you got a crack pipe. Yep. You, oh, you want celery salt? I'll tell you what. You got celery salt? You got a drug problem. Mm-mm. Okay? You know, you... When you when you ask me if I want some oregano, I'll just say no to that oregano. <laughs> that's my phrase, and then I'll say, and that's an understatement. And and I don't even need to be there. Nope, not this time. I every now and then I can fly under the radar as a lone wolf, and whenever I'm fending off drug dealers with their extra spices, well. That's when I feel like I'm in my element. 
Absolutely. So what? So you made your you made a spice rack. I made I made a spice rack, but then I realized it was only big enough to fit the salt, but not the pepper. Oh my god! Yeah, so I, I realized that I don't I don't want to just throw this in the trash because even though the dimensions are incorrect, the craftsmanship was impeccable. Right. So I went ahead and put on thirty good coats of lacquer. Okay. And you know, I, I did the the regular twenty, but I did an extra ten for good measure because Absolutely. it's for my wife, and it's near the holidays. Yeah, oh yeah, it was, and I missed a uh, past few anniversaries. Oh, okay. About twenty of them. All right. Yeah. So, so I want so to make up. For you're them. doing the math, and you do a conversion. You say correct. I've missed twenty years. Yep. I'm putting ten coats of lacquer extra. Hmm. Right. Absolutely. Because as we all know in the lacquering business, that one year of, of being with your loved one equates a half a quote of lacquer. 100%. So I take my salt rack, coat it up 30 times, and I give it to my wife. I don't really, I, I didn't like get, make like a presentation. I didn't like wrap it up. I just kind of gave her a look and I just go, ah, and I just tossed it at her. And then I went back into the workshop. And I think she was pleased with it. Yeah. 525,600 minutes. Half a coat of lacquer. Measure a year. Talk about lacquer. Talk about lacquer. Measuring lacquer. And that's the story of the best gift I've ever given. <laughs> and you know, how, how about how about how about you? How about you, Red? I sorry, just kind of spaced out for a moment. Do we have a? Do we just have a moment? <laughs> Yeah, was, was that a moment? That was the first time I've heard singing since George H. Bush uh, fell down. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I remember that day. Oh, uh, the first time he fell. Yeah, that's when I said I'll never sing again. Mm. Reagan, once he left office, never got another erection. Just a floppy donkey dick. Uh, I'm surprised that my erections are still going strong. Yeah, as. Are my singing pipes because those were tragedies. Oh, George H. Bush, I said I would never sing again. When he had that shoe thrown at him, if that hit him, I don't think I'd be alive. Oh, you're thinking of W. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But W. You're talking about when I threw a shoe at H. Oh, yeah. And I said, oh, I said, why will you not do I'll cover you with me at, at the White House ball? That's exactly what I'm talking about. And he said, well, I'm not going to be a gay black man. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you don't have to be a gay black man. You could be you mm-hmm. could be the other man mm-hmm. in a Santa costume. I remember this interaction as if it were yesterday. And he said, either way, it's the devil's triangle because I don't want to be either of them. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, you're going to have to be because I'm the biggest donor here. No. Uh-huh. And, and he I'm was not going to be Collins from from our our musical tour and our comedy tour and our, also our robust lacquering business. Yeah, we were building quite the financial empire. So he was the biggest donor. I was, uh-huh. and I said I'm not going to be Collins because that ain't my voice. No, oh, yeah, no, no. That, I'm an angel. That ain't that ain't his range. His voice 
needs to have center spotlight yeah. or else he is doing the audience a disservice. Right. I'm not singing Santa Fe. Oh, no. Oh, oh, that's not me. No. I'm not singing the bullshit songs. Absolutely not. I'm saying I'm top. I'm top billing. I'm fun. Oh yeah, because you're you may be a, a, a bottom at the pork and ground, right? But on but stage you're top, top tops. Exactly. And and I'm sorry. I knew at that point I was like George H. He's a one term president. Oh yeah. You're a Collins. Oh yeah. You want to be a two term president? You be a Roger. Mm-hmm. You be an Angel, or you be a Mimi. Anybody else, you're a one-term president. Mm. You want to be a Mark? Mm-hmm. You want to be a little strawberry blonde glass-headed straight fuck? Yeah. That's no fun. If you want to light my candle, you got to be in the office for that second term. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But we're talking about gifts. We are. What I gave. Yeah, what you gave specifically. I already went into great detail I'll tell about you what right I gave. Now. I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. I I remember when uh when when Eric Church was coming on the scene. Oh, good man! Absolutely. I mean, he was coming on the scene. He was nice. He was conservative. He was having a lot of fun. All my favorite things. And I said, "Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this man a gift. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him a gift that inspires him. I'm also gonna give him a gift that it, it scares him." Mm-hmm. And so what I did. Is I is I, I I I took some thespian classes. I took some acting classes, mm-hmm. and I and I was able to come up with almost Meryl Streep like portrayals of the ghosts of Christmas, past, present, and future. And I walked Eric Church through his entire life. Oh yeah, he didn't even ask for it. No, but he, I just, he didn't. I don't think he even wanted it. No, he didn't. I mean, I broke right into his house, and yeah. I had to kill his security guard yep. just to get Ghost of Christmas. Past thank goodness! Him. Thank goodness you had Connie with you. Oh my gosh! Oh, Connie! Connie was absolutely indispensable for my Ghost of Christmas, past, present, future. Because what she did. Uh-huh. Is I mean, she immediately zip tied the wife and kids and just <laughs> threw them into the basement forcefully. She's a real trooper. Oh, absolutely. And the moment I, I I leaned over to her because I do pillow talk with my wife. Oh yeah. And I said, "Hey, I'm." I've, I've seen it. I've, I've video recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I video recorded you sleeping with your recently dead, probably still alive dad. Yeah. And I, I've video recorded you and pillow talk with your wife. And, you know, and I keep finding these on xhamster.com. And, I, you know, and honestly, it's infuriating. Well, but, well I'm not going to upload my, my stuff to YouTube. I, I don't want I don't want the government to see it. I mean, I get it. I get it. Uh-huh. These talks are a little bit different, right? These talks are to a beat of a different drum. Mm, emphasis on beat. Yeah. I am beating my dick during all of them. Yeah, same. You may notice uh, the challenge I have in keeping the camera steady. Well, there you go. Because you're chuckling so much at my dick. Yep, yep. Just chuckling at the, your your dick and the fool's errand you were running in order <laughs> to beat it. So, so I'm doing goes to Christmas. So I'm at Eric Church's house, and, uh-huh. and and his family is locked up in a basement, and my wife's either showing him spooky movies or waterboarding him. She's a good host. Oh, 
<laughs> she's a good host. She's a good host. I mean, I think, I, you know what? You Probably put, waterboarding. Yeah, probably waterboarding, but you know what? You, really learned, the day, you, you learn something about yourself when you've been waterboarding. Once the dust settles uh-huh. on all of this, good host. They're, they're, <laughs> they're going to look back at that and laugh. They're going to honestly, if you can... If you if you survive waterboarding, uh, you are looking back at it laughing. Yeah, that that is the first day of the rest of your life. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. So I can't imagine the amount of songs that have been written based after waterboarding. Uh, I can't think of a single song that has not been. I mean, I know Cheryl Crow's "I Just Want to Soak Up the Sun." Uh, that's directly after being waterboarded for a good forty-five. Mm. When uh when when Smash Mouth starts their their song, hey, somebody once told me yeah. the world is gonna roll me. Yeah, He's that, talking about getting waterboard. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Mm. Titanic. Oh yeah, I want my heart to go on. Or, they, wait, no, my heart will go on. Yeah, right. After I get waterboard. I mean, that's a waterboard yeah. power song. Yeah. Right, you're Absolutely. saying my heart will go on. Chumba mm, Wumba, I get knocked down, <laughs> I get back up again. That, Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, they keep on talking about a tub. That tub is a waterboarding the, tub. The, the Proud Family Disney Channel uh, sitcom. Uh huh. Yeah. Waterboarding. Waterboarding. <laughs> Sung by the Destiny Child, who've all been waterboarded. Absolutely, you can't. You can't say. That you can be on Destiny's Child without having been thoroughly waterboarded. I'll say this. You can't be on the MTV Music Video Awards without having been waterboarded. I'm pretty sure you got to... It, it, it is... It, it, it's like the security. They, they put you through water. The only way you can get through security at the MTV Music Awards, which as we all know, is the most tightly secured gala event of any award ceremony... The only way to get through without getting waterboarded is if you've got Kanye with you. Absolutely. Yeah. You need a Kanye. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you right now, and this is a, it's straight from George Strait. Mm-hmm. Our Lord and Savior, other than my other Lord and Savior, Kanye Abraham. Is that you, like, if you are a one-hit wonder, it's because uh-huh. you couldn't handle getting waterboarded. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Eiffel 65 had every chance to be stars. Mm-hmm. But after I'm blue, I remember I was there at their waterboarding ceremony, and they couldn't handle it. Plain oh, and yeah. simple. Yeah, right said Fred, he was too sexy for his shirt, and he was also too sexy to get waterboarded. I'm waiting for that little Nos young man. I'm just waiting to see for his waterboarding ceremony what happens, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have money either way. Uh I'd put money on him, but you know what? I'm going to go to my bookie. I'll actually, I'm, I'm going to go online. Here, I'm going to go to my computer. Where, where's the pivot tables? Seems like an even bet. I'm going to go ahead. Okay. I'm going to unbet on Nas. <laughs> all, all right, getting online here. Again, all that says is God is dead. Stop looking at your pivot table. So, again, Red, I, I feel like you're... you're you're underestimating my computer acumen. This is a fully working computer that has pivot tables. It just happens to have the one line of text, God is dead. And also the screen capture of famed actor, Army Hammer. And I, I, I see you keep trying to punch on your keyboard, but all that is is just like a bunch of socks bound into each other. 
Well, that the, you just keep slapping. Uh huh. So I I don't know how you define a keyboard. Well, but I, that's and you gotta make sure you you approach it with force. Otherwise, you ain't gonna hit the correct keys. Hence, a keyboard. <laughs> well, when you put it like that, it's uh-huh. lock solid. But I, I, I think we were talking about Eric Church and the Ghost Christmas uh, Past, Future, Present. Oh yeah. So what I did, and you want to talk about lacquer and all that, is is for the past I made, and there's amazing things you can do with lacquer. But what uh-huh. I do with lacquer is is I made something that looked resembled a body, and I mm-hmm. said, "Oh my gosh, six hours ago in the past, you murdered a young." Cross country star, yeah, and and that you, uh, oh my gosh, we're gonna have to uh, figure out how to hide this body in uh. the present. Mm. And he said, "Oh my gosh, this is the second time I've done this." And then I was like, "Okay, uh, I may have just found out that Eric Church likes to kill young cross country stars." Huh. Right. You know what? I I didn't see that coming, but at the same time, when you say that, I'm not necessarily surprised. Absolutely not. I mean, you have a song like Springsteen, where you're oh, talking yeah. about being a young kid and mm-hmm. just like having fun. Mm-hmm. If you're ever singing a song about when you're younger, mm-hmm. that means you killed someone oh, at yeah. that age. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. If I sing a song about if I'm older than I am now... That means I'm willing to kill someone. Mm-hmm. If I sing a song about when I was younger, that means I killed a person when I was younger. It is psychoanalysis 101. Absolutely. I'm just speaking the country truth. You don't need to waterboard a person to know if they have committed murder or if they intend on it. You just got to listen to the music they are producing. Absolutely. You know... Going into a waterboarding, oh yeah, they've killed someone. You're oh, not yeah. you're not waterboarding someone because they've killed someone. No, you're waterboarding someone to see if they are an artist. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's it's more of a formality at that if their point. career has longevity. Oh yeah, right? I I waterboarded Eiffel sixty five because I wanted to know, hey, do you have any other hits? And we found out, no. Yep. Well, they died. Yep. Well, because of the waterboard. Right. If you can, and and mind you, I guess it's not Eiffel 65. Well, it is, because Uh I do believe that the strongest do survive. Oh, yeah. And if we're talking about... You know who doesn't survive? The weak. (laughs) That Justin Bieber, people say, oh, he's, he's just a little runt. He's oh, been through at least I'll, 10 waterboards. That man has smashed out some hits and has survived some serious waterboarding. Mm-hmm. Do not underestimate the Canadian sensation. Absolutely not. Mm. I've noticed that most Canadians are just fantastic with waterboarding. Oh, yeah. It's like they were born with gills, which is why I'm actually now 100% convinced that all Canadians... Have gills. I think that we need to start, and I'll talk about this with the Holy Communion of Musicians, Uh is that we need to start looking at Canadians and saying, hey, should we be sandboarding you? Mm -hmm. 
Oh, that's a good. Rather a good point. than waterboarding you, that's a good point. I'm just thinking strictly in Pokemon style. Oh right? yeah, you got to you make sure water type. Mm-hmm. Should I hit you with sand instead? You got to you got to make sure that every artist, in order to be the the, the, the top of their career, yeah. has to be put into uncomfortable situations. If you are a grass type. That means you need to be thrown into the fire. Uh, and and you know most musicians have types like like me. I'm a I'm a psychic type, right? Mm. Psychic ghost. Oh yeah. So like most of the time when I'm singing, like any other type of singer aside from a normal type uh-huh. can attack me. Oh yeah. Right. So when I'm singing, I'm thinking of what are my weaknesses, what are my strong points. Do I have enough potions and revives? Uh, and I myself, I'm a fighter type, which is why I get unnecessarily aggressive in most <laughs> social situations. Right. And you're not even thinking about weaknesses or strong points. No. Nope. You're just thinking about your psychological deficiencies as a fighter type. Yep. And when I think about them, it makes me so angry. And when I get angry, I just start throwing punches. Right. Like, I've had a couple Pokemon that just, like, as soon as you let them out, Uh they just punch the walls. Yep. And they're just (laughs) so pissed off. Oh, yep. That's something I can identify with. Yep. That's... And, okay. So, I mean, we've talked about gift giving. Uh Oh. Right? Oh, yeah. And I feel like... What I discussed was entrapment of Eric Church, mm-hmm. right? He mm-hmm. is a, a serial killer, and I caught him. Yep. Using a classic ploy of Christmas past. That is correct. The best way to catch a serial murderer. Right. Is if you wanna if you wanna frame anyone, just tell them you're the ghost of Christmas past, mm. and they'll immediately go back to the darkest thing in their past. Yeah, because they think they're gonna be rewarded. And all they got to do is is take care of some people once they survive the ordeal, and they're all of a sudden good people. Joke's on you. That's not how it works. Hey, welcome to Ghost of Christmas Present. <laughs> You're in jail. Uh, that's a good present. Yeah. That is a real good present. Uh, yeah, and, and we'll say... My, my salt shaker was pretty good, too. But oh, I guess yeah. <laughs> that was all right. So... To recap, uh-huh. you made a salt shaker. No. Uh-huh. I entrapped a country star. Just two sides of the same coin. And with that coin comes a song about gift giving. This is our gift to you.